Good morning. Welcome to day seven, our final day as we follow the footprints of Joshua. We have learned a lot. We have seen thus far six characteristics that made Joshua exceptional. We have seen that Joshua was a man of faith. Joshua was a man of humility. Joshua was a man of duty. Joshua was a man of, you know, of um, don't of a dauntless spirit of courage. Joshua was a man of like passion as we are. And today on day seven, we're going to be looking at the seven characteristics that made Joshua exceptional. The seventh characteristic was that Joshua was a man of respect. Joshua was a man of respect. But before we go into Joshua chapter 23, we're going to say a word of prayer. Dear God in heaven, into our hearts, into our hearts, come into our hearts, O God. Come in to stay, come in to dwell, that your word may dwell richly in us, changing us true and true and causing a transformation of practical godliness in Jesus name amen the bible says in Joshua chapter 23 from verse 1 to 16 you know these were the closing scenes of Joshua's life Joshua knew that his life was coming to an end and recognizing that there was still much work to be done in claiming the land that God promised them. In Joshua 23, he was reminding the people that the Lord would help them drive out all of their enemies. You see, the wars and the conquest for Joshua had ended and Joshua had withdrawn to a peaceful retirement of his home at Timnat Serah. And it came to pass, the Bible says that, you know, a long time after the Lord had given rest unto Israel from all of their enemies round about, that Joshua called for all Israel and for their elders and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. Some years had passed since the people had settled in their possessions, okay, and already could be seen cropping out the same evils that had, you know, heretofore brought judgment upon Israel in the wilderness. So as Joshua felt the infirmities of age stealing upon him and realized that his work must soon close, Joshua was filled with anxiety for the future of God's people. It was with more than a father's interest that he addressed them as they gathered once more about their grieved uh, aged chief. You know, he said later in in Joshua 23 that you have seen he told them all that the Lord God has done unto all these nations because of you for the Lord your God is he that has fought for you you see he reminded them of what God had done and he told them that although the Canaanites had been subdued they still possessed a considerable portion of the land that was promised to Israel and Joshua exalted these people not to settle down at ease and forget the Lord's command to utterly dispossess these idolatrous nations. You see, the people of Israel in general were slow to complete the work of driving out the heathens. We were told that the tribes had dispersed to their possessions, the army had disbanded, and it was looked upon as a difficult and doubtful undertaking to renew the work the war 
and all of the conquests. But Joshua declared that the Lord your God, he shall expel them from before you and drive them from out of your sight, and ye shall possess their lands, as the Lord your God has promised unto you. Be ye therefore very courageous. He encouraged them. He told them, Do all that is written in the book of Moses. Do not turn aside from to the right hand or to the left. Joshua, as their father, their spiritual father, as their elder, was appealing to them. And because the people had so much respect for him, they listened to him keenly and even promised to follow all that the Lord has told them when he challenged them by saying, Choose it this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Joshua appealed to the people themselves as witnesses that if they compile to if they you know abide by the conditions of the lord god had would faithfully keep his promises to them so joshua made a covenant with the people that day and he set them a status and an ordinance at shechem you know and having written an account of this solemn transaction joshua placed it with the book of the law in the side of the ark so that it would be as a memorial and of significance to them that they all made that covenant together and then he set up a pillar as a memorial saying behold this stone shall be a witness for us for it has heard all the words of the lord which he spoke to us it shall also be a witness to you so that you will not deny your god and joshua let the people depart every man to his own inheritance in verse 16 of Joshua 23. You see, Joshua's work for Israel was done. He had wholly followed the Lord, and in the book of God, he is written the servant of Jehovah. You see, the noblest testimony to his character as a public leader is the history of the generation that had enjoyed his labor. Israel served the Lord. The Bible records that Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua. Did you catch that? That Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua. And the point was that his influence even lasted because he was a man of such great respect and he did his job faithfully even all the, to the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, Israel continued to remain faithful to the Lord. You see, the Bible speaks of people like Abraham. God said that indeed he knows Abraham to be his faithful servant because he will command his house to follow him. No wonder Joshua was able to command his own house and even those around him to serve the Lord to the point that the elders remained faithful even after Joshua said, only a man of great respect and countenance can command such respect and reverence even after his death. About some who are remembered, this could be said, for our tomorrow they gave their today. That was one of the quotes, a quote that I saw some time ago, that for our tomorrow they gave their today. Joshua was such a man. Thus far we have seen that for the tomorrow of Israel, Joshua gave all of himself in the present and in the now. What are you giving up so that others may go forward? Not just even you going forward. What are you sacrificing today? What, what reputation of respect and renown are you building? What name are you gathering up? Not fame now, especially what reputation of repute 
are you building for the Lord that even after God calls you to rest would your household with those around you still follow the Lord even after your death with the respect that you have for God and the respect that they have for you in following your great God the testimony of your life can it be an encouragement to others to keep pressing on towards the mark can you like Joshua can you like Paul can you like all of the heroes of the biblical faith say emulate me even as i emulate christ it is my prayer that having gone through the footprints of joshua may it be said of us here lived someone who for our tomorrow gave their today i always tell my friend that my greatest desire is that all who will come behind us may find us faithful may find us indeed like maybe like john the baptist yes we may not do any miracle but all that we testified about jesus in our words in our thoughts in our characters even in our inaction and our silence we're true that all that we testified about god we're true because the testimony of our lives speaks volume indeed this was the case of joshua a man of great respect dear god in heaven I pray for the very ones that are listening. I pray for myself also. Come into our hearts. Come and change us. Use us to be instruments of great excellence. In the little things and in the big things. Make us to shine like stars. And Lord, even when it seems too hard to go ahead, to go forward, I pray that your grace will be sufficient for us. Even when we fall, be there to lift us up and take all the glory in our lives. That all who come behind us may find us faithful in Jesus' name. Amen.